Hello everybody, it's Kirk Henderson. I'm coming to you by myself tonight after a 111-107 Dallas Mavericks ha uh, loss to the Atlanta Hawks. Um, I'm going to get this out of the way. This is going to be a slightly curse-filled episode because, I, you know, the ending of that game was bullshit. Absolute bullshit. The NBA refereeing in is, is just as bad as it was 20 years ago. Mark Cuban is probably going to get fined a ton of money, throwing it back to the beginning of his tenure as a Mavs owner where he was complaining about the officiating. And you know what? He has a reason tonight. The Mavericks lost this game due to more than officiating. But watching how bad these guys are on every goddamn play is starting to drive me crazy. There was review after review. They called an inadvertent whistle is what they said or some such nonsense about a Dorian Finney-Smith block of a Trey Young layup that would have essentially put the game out of reach. It was 107-109 when Trey took the shot. They blew the whistle because they thought it was a goaltend, but they somehow counted John Collins' follow-up shot after they had made the determination that Dorian Finney-Smith made the block cleanly. Now, if you follow me on social media, I was a little confused about why it was even considered a goaltend because I was forced to watch this god-awful Hawks broadcast with Dominique Wilkins just repeatedly saying, stating how it was a, uh, a goaltend, but they also didn't show the very obvious angle, which Mavs fans were clearly getting, until about 30 seconds before the referees made the call. Uh, and then the, the, the Hawks broadcast had zero explanation for why the bucket counted. They didn't seem to know. They took it and were happy with it. But it's just another instance, and this has happened to the Mavs on repeat this year, of how often they get screwed in the final minutes by the referees. I don't understand what's happening. Some of this, you know, when we're talking last night about Luca's inability to, to stop himself from talking and getting in trouble is one thing. But, like, we're talking basic play-to-play -play management, the things that are happening. I don't understand how things are this inconsistent. If they're at least going to be, you know, make them bad the same way the whole game. I don't know what the heck to expect from one of these games. Um, the refereeing was terrible. The refereeing was not why they lost the game. If we back up a little bit, the Mavericks were without Luka Doncic, who was resting for some reason, and Porzingis, who they basically you know, have, have, have become uber-conservative on and don't want to play him on the back end of back-to-backs, which I understand. Willie Cauley-Stein missed time for personal reasons. But i got to say, I question if Luka's injury is going to be one that's going to nag him for the rest of the year, then play him. Because Jalen Brunson exited the game immediately with a with a shoulder issue, uh, he got basically broadsided, and it wasn't really a, a reviewable play. It was a pretty bad foul. It wasn't a cheap shot; just a stupid foul by uh, the balding uh, guy from Atlanta. What the heck is his name? Um, what's wrong with me, Dwayne Dedman? And the fact that you know Mavericks are basically playing nine-ish guys the whole game. If Luca's gonna be managed like this, then the, what the Mavs are signaling to us is that they don't care about seeding. Um, I get a little frustrated with the Mavericks because they want to have it both ways. They want to be 
super excited for finally being in the playoffs, but then they also want to send the message that, hey, this is the year where we might actually surprise somebody. But then they pull something like this where they sat, you know, both their star players, and then they lose a game, which is going to matter when it comes down to playoff seating. They're firmly in the seventh spot now. Now, for the people out there who can't do math, they're going to make the playoffs. This is not a thing. They've never played worse than 500 basketball the entire season. They would have to lose something like 17 out of their next 25 games to even consider uh, being out of the playoffs. So that's, that's not really a question. But they've lost enough of these knucklehead games where they collapse in the fourth quarter to where I don't understand what they think they have. It's... They really should have played Luca. I, I I don't I don't understand it. It's something that I disagree with. Uh, pretty interesting game, despite the fact that these guys weren't playing. They really led uh, the Hawks the entire way, and then they they started off the fourth quarter and kind of collapsed in the face of a very interesting Hawks kind of uh, matchup zone defense that the Mavericks were unprepared for. There were too many instances of three guard lineups with Berea, with uh, Delon Wright, with Curry and the Mavericks, all those guards looked unprepared, you know, to be handling the ball as much as they did. You know, uh, Curry had four turnovers. Berea had four turnovers in 19 minutes. Wright had two. Hardaway had two. Uh, D- uh, Dorian Finney-Smith had two. Like, the Mavericks are just not a turnover team. And for that many guys to cough up the ball, it felt like a game in the third quarter that was going to end up exactly how it did, where they gave up just enough garbage and seemed just confused enough on how to play to where they were going to give up the game at some point. Um, The fourth quarter free throw woes are, you know, laughable for the Mavericks. They shot 13 of 19 from the free throw line. Hardaway missed two of four in the fourth quarter. That's the second time in 2020 where the Mavericks have lost a game in no small part because he missed a fourth quarter free throw. I was watching the game in Washington, D.C., where his, you know, if he just would have hit it, they would have, you know, gone into overtime. Something it was pretty frustrating. Um, you know, a lot of guys got burned tonight. You know, Justin Jackson had a strong first half. Really, you know, his, his box score looks good 10 points, eight rebounds. But he played Charmin soft in the second half, got bullied out of the way. He was the emergency big after uh, Maxi Kleba got uh, or had had to foul out because the refs missed an obvious kickball call. It's just one of these these situations where Willie Cauley Stein being out for personal reasons, Carlisle not thinking Boban can play in the game, really really caught up with the Mavericks in a big way in the fourth quarter. They. Size is going to be an issue for them if Carlisle isn't super comfortable playing certain players or if you know guys aren't available. It's one of these things where I was wondering if size was going to catch up with them the whole season, and they've been so good on rebounds where it really hasn't mattered enough. Uh, I don't know. This is one of these games where if you had tuned in, I don't know, and saw who wasn't playing – the fact that they were in the game the whole time, playing only 10 guys after Brunson exited with the injury, is you would have probably been pleased that they were competitive. But instead, they led, and led by double digits, for a significant chunk of the game, only to crap away the game again, was pretty silly. Um, past that, 
you know, Tim Hardaway Jr. had a really good shooting, you know, scoring game. Uh, Seth Curry, just a, just a strange evening for him. He played really well. Didn't shoot some shots he should have. Shot some he shouldn't have. Turned over the ball with uh, kind of fierce regularity. At least it felt that way. Four turnovers in 38 minutes isn't rough, but it just felt, some of them felt terrible. Um... It'd be, you know, Maxi Kleba came back down to earth from his hot three-point shooting last night, but he did have five incredible blocks. He's just so valuable to the Mavericks. It's hard to get mad at him when he's not hitting on shots because sometimes, you know, distance threes just don't go down. Uh, Michael Kidd-Gilchrist has shown through two games that he has no idea what he's doing. I have a strong feeling that this experiment won't last very long unless he actually shows something. In something like nine minutes of action so far with the Mavericks, he's a negative thirteen with a you know with fouls. Um, Boban played a little bit. Kind of wish he would have played more. The Mavericks really seemed played Trey Young very interestingly, and he finally broke through in the fourth quarter. They're sending lots of doubles at him, and he was giving up the ball. They're basically content with letting John Collins do most of the scoring. Uh, that said, the Mavs guards were just atrocious letting, letting bigs dive to the lane tonight. There's a couple of instances in the fourth quarter in the first, like six minutes of the fourth where Berea rotated out off of a pass fake, leaving a big to dunk. Now I don't expect Bray to guard a big, but I also don't expect him to get juked out of the lane by a pass fake. Um, just some just some knuckleheaded stuff. I wish Carlisle would have gotten kicked out for some of this crap with the refing. You know, I, I fully expect Mark Cuban to get uh, to get uh, fined. He hasn't gone off like this on Twitter in a long time. Um, past that, though, guys, I really don't have a lot to say. This is just one of these another one of these losses where the Mavs are going to be kicking themselves come playoff seating time, and they're going to end up playing somebody that they don't match up with i just i just can't shake that feeling this is a dumb loss and the mavericks have far too many dumb losses in a season where their margin for error is not what they seem to think it is okay guys this has been kirk henderson by myself tonight with mavs moneyball after dark the mavs lost 107 to 111 and we will be back with you later in the week